Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Wheels, the Dungeon Master for Storybreakers. Love critical role in movies like Hot Fuzz and Spotlight? Actual play series Storybreakers combines the fantasy adventure of Dungeons & Dragons with small-town comedy and mystery in an episodic tale of journalists on the hunt for the secret underbelly of a tiny town where nothing seems to happen. But excuse me if I don't think a bunch of ragtag journalists from a podunk town are actually going to be of any help. But technically, I don't come from here. When the mysterious arrival of a celebrity from the Heroes and Adventurers Guild sets off a strange conspiracy, the group will have to leave what they think they know about the world at the door, if they're ever to unravel the truth at the heart of this seemingly nondescript town. It's not front page of the Sussai Star I pull up the, the today's, like, installment of the news to see what the front page actually is. There's a big picture of a pumpkin that's been stepped on, and it says, Outrage as pumpkin stepped on. <laughs> Storybreaker Season 1 in its entirety is available for listening right now wherever you get your podcasts. With Season 2 on the way. Find out more at dicebreaker.com. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. If you have a tape recorder, I suggest you press record now because coming up, live and unrecorded, it's the finale of One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. Uh, with a high majority of tape-owning listeners. Yes. According to you. Where did that come from? VHS. Well, I'm a little worried because uh, we do not have a memory card or recording oh, device. So I was warning people yeah. that maybe they want to set their VHS players right now. <laughs> put it on long play because this is going to go and go and go until 8pm. Right. So, welcome... Over the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games, and then we're going to stop, and we're never ever going to talk about them again, or at least until the very, very next time we're on, which, who knows when that's going to be. Last show of the series. It's going to be April. What have we got planned? We have a retrospective of what we've achieved (laughs) this season. Are we just doing much of the same? What, this today? Yeah. Yeah. Now. Anne got bored of us. (laughs) just, Just much of the same. Stop faffing around. Yeah, we've got music, we've got one feature this week. Do we? Uh, we've Go got us. Some chat, uh, and we've got some reviews. And who's some that? As well. Who's that there? Someone is sat in the corner. Who could it be? Look, it's a super special guest. Uh, we are delighted to uh, welcome, once again, is this your third time? This is number two. Number two? It's John Hare. John Hare, man. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Made sensible soccer. No. 
Yeah. Shut up. Um, you shouldn't really be surprised the second time. No, we've time. been through this before. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, John, you're the CEO of Tower Studios now? Yeah, yeah. amongst other things, yeah. Wow, a Thank- CEO. I know. A real life CEO for that you. That means, yeah, exciting. it doesn't mean as much as it should be really but it sounds important it does it sound does. important yeah so yeah. we'll be chatting to john about what he's up to these days and stuff a little bit later uh but then i think we're probably going to start the show like we always do and make it a good one. Oh, i don't know if it's going to be with <laughs> Anne's news On Monday, the 21st of February, I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. The Chancellor, George Osborne, is considering introducing tax breaks for the games industry after scrapping a proposal by the previous government last year. According to the Sunday Times, George, not Ozzy Osborne, could include the tax breaks as part of his budget for growth to be announced in March. Games industry trade association TIGA is already well up for pushing the issue. One Life Left would love to be involved in helping the games industry with this, but we'll be on our holidays in March, so we'll probably just be watching Homes Under the Hammer instead. Tiga Tiga burning bright. Yeah. Um, this is the tax story. Bet you're glad it's back. That yeah, means there's another guaranteed one every tax, week in the tax, news. Tax. Pleased. Um, and it's not really a story, it's just speculation. Yes. That's how right. all of Anne's stories begin. Pretty they go important from speculation. Speculation. Right. Through to fact. No, speculation, then speculation and denial. Right. <laughs> then through to announcements. Yep. Then through to facts. Yep. Then through to canning. That's the circle of news, yeah. I believe. It is. So, John. Yes. Do you think that, uh, he's going to introduce tax breaks? I think they've talked about it for how many years now? Ten? You, you tell us. And well, you yeah. should tell us. Well, we've only been doing this five years. So, only five only years. Only five yeah. years it's happened. So, yes, yes, of course. Before well, us, there was darkness. Ago, but before, before One Life Left existed, Th- there, was this, this conversations, there was nothing. Obviously not as highbrow or important, yeah. but yeah. they were still kicking around. And it's gone around and around for ages. We were at least... Eight or nine years behind Canada now already. I okay. don't know. I've, I've lost Canada. count. But but we. What have they got that we haven't? They don't have a video Lots game radio snow. show. They don't. They do have a lot of snow. Mm. Anything else? Um, vast land. Polar bears. Right. Bears. And Jade Raymond. They've go. got loads of Jade Raymonds. They've also got Jules, our old programmer from Sensible, to Canon Fodder. Well, he's defected over there as well. He's in Canada now, yeah. Let's, let's rise up and go and take him, take him back. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> Wait yeah, a second. Canada. Yeah. Still, uh, the Queen's still in charge of it. Which means we The are. best Queen. Yeah. The best still, Queen The is best still Queen is still in charge of it, which means when we have got honours... Well, well, yeah, that's true. We'll be in charge of Canada. And you could marry Wills. Yeah, do you reckon we could just switch me in for her on the 29th? Probably. Let's just do that. John, you didn't answer the question. Yes or no, tax breaks? Um, whatever they can give us, yes, please. <laughs> Not to be sweepingly racist, but if you live in Italy, Spain, France, Brazil or China, you're probably a terrible video game pirate. According to a document filed by US trade group, the Entertainment Software Association, and reported by Gamasutra, those five countries account for 78 of the 144 million unauthorised peer-to-peer game file-sharing connections. The report looks at what countries are doing to prevent illegal game file-sharing. Spain isn't doing a lot, and it's not uh, and noted that its lax policies have fostered a culture of permissive piracy. No es buenos. Spain. <laughs> Which countries? Uh, Italy, Spain, France, Brazil, or China. Hang your heads in shame. Also, Some of your Canada best friends the... are Italian, French, Spanish, Spanish Brazilian, Brazilian, and, and Chinese. Chinese so that's they? fine, yeah. isn't it? Uh, Canada's also on the list of 
naughties as well. Is it really? Yeah, apparently on the priority one warning list. So despite the fact they give their developers tax breaks, Mm. they're all off pirating their own stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Or they just don't do enough about it, enough about stopping it. Unbelievable. It's how good to hear Russia have, Russia have cleared their act up by the sound of it, is that correct? By the sound of it. <laughs> okay, cool. How do you stop a pirate, Anne? Uh, poke them in the other eye. It's <laughs> good. It's good. Um, what's a pirate's favourite football team? Uh, I've got an idea, I think. Go on. Arsenal. Yeah. Oh! Oh, that's good. I thought it'd be Plymouth Argyle. Uh, it could oh. be or, or QPR. <laughs> oh. uh, and why pirates naughty? Just because they are. They oh. That's my son's oh. favourite joke. <laughs> it genuinely is. Um, yeah, that wasn't racist, though, was it? What? That story. No, it couldn't be because you prefaced it with exactly. not to be racist. Yeah. So it can't possibly can't be, be racist. racist. So when you say that you're defining nationalities by common traits yeah. or like with, with sweeping statements that's yeah. not that's not racist no not if you say not to be racist <laughs> actually it'll be xenophobic is it Cause, yeah because oh. xenophobic countries race is about your skin color that's, that's right. yeah but they're all the same to us <laughs> playing casual games can help ease the symptoms of clinical depression that's according to a study by east carolina university almost 60 subjects with depression were studied for a month the control group, group looked at a website for depression, while the test group played PopCap games, Peggle, Bejeweled, and Bookworm Adventures. The study was underwritten by PopCap. After a month, the test group saw an improvement of 57% in their symptoms. As Petula Clark sang, when you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always play Peggle. I think that's the very first news story we've had which had small print in the middle. Yeah. yeah. This story was sponsored by PopCap, so... Yeah, but it's still relevant though, isn't it? How? Uh, because all casual games are the same. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be racist. Yeah, it was xenophobic. <laughs> um, what, no. is, what are their sexual preferences, casual games? Blue. Are they? Casual sex? Very oh. good, John Hare, where have you been all season? <laughs> Second, most of the time, just dropped to fifth on Saturday. <laughs> so, uh, so g- what, this is games are good? Games are good. They can help uh, cure depression. It's fact because it was done by a study which used uh, proper methods to research it. Right. Mm. Why wasn't this actual news then? It is. It's in the news. No, no, no <laughs> not, not in your bit. I mean, in like in, in newspapers and stuff. If games uh, are good for you, it probably hasn't been picked up yet. And also, <laughs> it's done by the University of East Carolina, which is not a well-renowned university. Right, but that, but it made the cut for us, did it? Yeah. <laughs> are you slagging off the University of East Cal- Carolina? Not to be racist, but. <laughs> <laughs> Scott McCarthy has claimed that platform-exclusive releases are bad for the industry. Speaking to ScrawlFX.com, the brand manager for MLB11 explained that single-platform releases from third-party publishers limit the game and its promotional power. Apparently, Sony is more interested in getting exclusive in-game content. One Life Left is a platform-exclusive release, but only because no-one else will have us. Remind me, what is MLB11? It's, um... Major League Baseball. That one. Eleven. That, that one. one. That one. What was the action you were just doing then? Just swing my arm around. That was tennis. Batting it. <laughs> tennis, actually. Oh no, wait. It's that one. The yeah, batting yeah. it. So two hands is baseball. <laughs> what? What <laughs> a funny mood tonight, Anna. Aren't you? Yeah, Look yeah. at you. Do you know what? I've been at home on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to engage with people yet. Well, that's good. And what was the website you nicked that from? Well, you're a gamer, but uh, right. originally it was from scrawlfx.com. Oh. <laughs> and what's scrawlfx? It's like a website. Um, Is they it? chat to people, do tech stuff. Are you making this up? No, it's true. I went on their website, it exists. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
Have you been drinking? I wish I had. I'm really totally fine. John, uh, format exclusives, are they good or bad? Uh, it depends on your deal with the platform holder. If the platform holder makes it worth your while to go exclusive, brilliant. Actually, personally, I've been a big anti-multi-platform person for the last 20 years. I can't stand multiple platforms. I wish we had one. Okay. Mm. And games what, what would forever. that be? I don't care. One. A winner. What would it look <laughs> like? Yeah. It would be a machine that plays all the games in your house. You never have to change. You can play the same games now you played 20 years ago and keep on adding to it rather than having to reinvent games every six months like we do. Would it have eyes? It. Ooh, uh, maybe several. What noise would it make when it gets up in the morning? Yes, would it that? Yeah. <laughs> would it be satisfying to turn on? Would you have a button? Would you have to stroke it? Oh. Uh, what would be satisfying is when you turn it on, it always goes on. When you load a program, oh. it always loads. When you turn it off, it goes off. It never breaks. Oh. What Wouldn't that would be it satisfying? Be? Whatever colour you want. Really? Yeah. That sounds racist. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, everybody's favourite video game villain, Billy Mitchell, has opened an arcade and inappropriately named it King of Kong. Mitchell is, of course, no longer the holder of the high score for Donkey Kong and, bizarrely, there's no Donkey Kong machine in the arcade. The Orlando Airport-based gaming hothouse, as spied by arcade heroes, isn't the only business Billy owns with a misleading name. He's also owner of Ricky's world-famous restaurant, which is currently not that big in Guatemala. He is not a villain. He is the true <laughs> hero. I don't know why we have to go through this every six episodes. Just need a refresher. Okay, good. So where was that? In, in Orlando? Yeah, Orlando Airport. Inside an actual airport. I'm going there shortly. <gasps> yeah. Maybe what? Could a week on Thursday, That's I will be, be there. Please go it inside. It is going to be brilliant. Yeah, I'm going to go there and I'm going to go and challenge Mitchell. No, you can't because he, he doesn't have... Um, Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey no, no, Kong. but I'll challenge him at other things. Like, as we know, I'm the current current uh, world champion of sensible soccer. Yep, it's true. That is literally true. It's quite an old title, but it's true. Uh, it's not been held since, and I won it back it in the 94? day. 94? 93? Last we time you we went on about specifics, this. John. <laughs> Last time you went on about this, a group of Germans got very angry. They did? Yeah, they have their own tournament every year, so you, we'll have to fly you out to Germany right, so in th- August and take them on. No, they can have their own tournament, can't they? It's not the World Cup. Yeah, but you could. The, the they, world no, champions. Their world cup. Oh, it's theirs. Sounds like okay. you're running scared, Simon. I'll you be honest with you. I defend. don't ever. No, I don't. I don't need to do anything because <laughs> I'm the current holder. I don't need to do anything because if I do, I won't be. Actually, we have a. We no. have face me else. World famous <laughs> restaurants. We have up <clears throat> near Cambridge where I live, just off the M11, the world famous comfort cafe. Is actually just a trucker's cafe, and they called it the World Famous Comfort Cafe, and they've even got brown signs coming off the motorway pointing to their cafe. So it's possible. There's another one. Interesting. Right, is that it for the season? That's it for the season. How do you think it went? Um, Today, 7 out of 10. (laughs) One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show. We talk about video games and we play music that is made with video game systems. This is Hearticle Chip by Ultrasid. Again, it's taken from 8bitcollective.org, which is where so much of our brilliant music this season has come from. Liked it. I really liked it. It's quite dubby, isn't it? It's a bit dubby. We like dubby. Simon, this was the year you discovered dubstep. was, yeah. And uh, that's, this is the year that uh, Nottingham discovered my dancing to dubstep. It's also the year that Britney discovered du- dubstep. Yeah. Coincidence? Mm, yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Pretty much. John, you're still into your music, aren't you? Absolutely, yes. What are you doing at the moment? You were telling me about it in a way. I mean, obviously I know, but I'm pretending that... Okay, so there's a number of things I do. I play in a band. We've not played much this year. I've been very busy, but I play in a band when I'm not so busy. I'm a band called The Little Big Band, which is a small local band. We play at local pubs where right. I live. Um, I do, I'm involved with a retro music scene, if you like. So we did a gig um, at one of the big shows in Blackpool this year. And uh, we're called Stuck in the 80s, because we very much are. And we play remakes of old classic tunes on, on normal instruments. And um, also I'm involved in SensibleSoundware.com, which is my music publishing thing i never quite get off the ground but anyway nice. we've got a whole bunch of music which is very much this stuff you're just playing there retro re- remixes of retro songs and actually i'm also involved with bafta now on the g- game side and we're hoping to get some of this retro music used maybe in association with bafta for something which is just happening cool. so mm. we're just going through the motions maybe it will maybe it won't but you could hear more of this stuff on a slightly higher brow platform but it's so. almost an exclusive it is, in fact it definitely is an exclusive we'll just shout exclusive over it <laughs> could you just do that like again while half an exclusive no do it again while Anne shouts exclusive at you there's a chance we may exclusive. have retro music featured in some baby boy associated thing <laughs> yeah try and steal that Eurogamer yeah exactly try and it's just branded one life left all up, over it up Eurogamers um, oh, they, that's clever they, thanks why has it taken us you've this been long? working on it <laughs> yeah, I know um, they've just bought America, haven't they? I Eurogame. saw that. I know. Well done. Let's Euro get Canada. Yes. yes, let's get Canada. Because America isn't run by the best queen, is it? No. 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 Right. No. Uh, so, John, with all that stuff, how do you find time to do what your day job is? Well, basically, uh, music for me, I've been doing it since I was 16, and I'm now much older than 16. And right. so, so it's something I fall back on all the time. So it accumulates. So I actually just got to the point with Sensible Soundware of... Um, exclusive. Exclusive. Of... of <laughs> Of, of getting the music. So we've got, in all seriousness, we've got like about, I don't know, 12 different, no, probably about 20 different albums worth of music. So some of it's regular music done by me, my mates and other people I know and other people involved in different bits of film or TV industry or whatever. Right. There are other music, not the famous stuff, but the other stuff. But also we've got all the retro remixes from 8-bit and 16-bit days. Cool. And um, 
So we find ways of using this from time to time. And uh, when, I, when I have the time, I naturally fall back into doing music. I've been really busy this year, so I've no time to do it. But what have you been doing, John? Making lots of games for iPhones and iPads. And that things. is lucky that it's something to do with games. Isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's bring it back round. So, yeah, you've, uh, you're about to publish your... Is it your second? We did an iPhone thing called um, Memotes, which was a strange chat app where you could use animated heads to talk to your friends right didn't quite get it right we did a game called shoot to kill in august which we relaunched in november did okay we got to we got to the top 20 in 18 different countries free free ipad charts okay but we we were number one in france and taiwan how about that (laughs) and number two in the states but anyway they weren't on your list no france were they were. were they? Yeah, oh. So you were number two, despite the fact that they were over there pirating everything. Oh, they don't need to pirate it if it's free. Interestingly... Well, they, the French don't understand that, do they? <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of a French pirate? Actually, Corsica. Corsica has got, got a pirate to be a on here. its flag. What, did you know that? Yes. What do you call a French pirate? There's, there's got to be a pirate. Like, keep talking. <laughs> Henri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're about to publish, though. It's the return of an old favourite. It is Speedball. 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 It's Speedball 2 Evolution, which is our... Basically, we've taken Speedball, we've rerun it from scratch for iPhone and iPad. Um, it's got all the depth the old Speedball had. It's got great gameplay. It's got two different control systems. So you've got tilt controls, or if you prefer a virtual joystick, we've got that. Um, we've got all the old leagues and all the old upgrading players, buying new players. We've added 12 new teams and a whole intergalactic Champions League. <gasps> so when you get to the top of Division 1, you can go even further. Right. Wow. And uh, yes, it's coming out next week. Does it have the ice cream sound effect? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't be Speedball without it, it ice cream. Well, my late great friend Richard Joseph. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sound amazing. That's one of his, his games, yeah. When did the original come out? Uh, I think Speedball came out in 89, mm-hmm. and then Speedball 2 was 90 or 91. We kind of... We, I asked Mike, because I've been working with Mike from the Bitmaps, yeah. um, Mike Montgomery, and... Uh, Mike's been involved in this a little bit, looking at it as well, making sure it's right, right. supplying us with stuff. And um, it's um, it came out in '91, or it was meant to, and it and it just uh, no, sorry, it was meant to come out in '19. It came out early '91, so it's actually a 20th birthday oh, version. Happy birthday, speech. So how how does it um, control? How is it a virtual joypad? Okay, there's two there's two controls. There's your virtual joypad. Now, personally, I don't really like. Things like, I know people like it. We put it in there, and it uh-huh. works really well for people who like that. But I like to innovate on the technology. So we've got we've got it. So you tilt. So basically, you tilt forward, you run forward. You tilt left, you go left. You tilt right, you go right. right back and I back. See. And you press the screen anywhere to fire. So the advantage of this is an iPhone because it's very small. You don't mm. have got fingers all over the screen all the time. Okay. So you can so you can see very well. And we've, I've been making it with a company called Vivid Games who are in Poland, um, who I've done about three or four titles uh-huh. with. Now we did Shoot to Kill with them. We did another one called. Alien Puzzle Adventure, which is available on DSiWare, I believe. It right. came out recently, okay. snuck out the door. <laughs> so, and we're doing some other stuff. We're doing a word game that's coming out later on this year and looking at maybe doing a football game and some other classic bitmap games. And mm. there's, there's a lot of stuff to come. This, this sort of thing, you working with the bitmap, so that's the sort of collaboration that back in the early 90s, and, you know, young men like me would have... <laughs> <laughs> ourselves over we sensible sensible software and the bitmaps together at well, last we've, we've already done group. it before you know we did we did um, myself and when i set tower studios up myself and mike montgomery and john phillips are both bitmap brother guys mike was on the original owners yeah actually, there were three of them obviously mike's now the only bitmap brothers guy and but me and john and, and mike set up tower 
And the first two games we did were Cannon Fodder and Sensible Soccer on mobile. That's the history of Tower. Didn't know that. So I heard so, recently that the Russians have bought Cannon Fodder. Oh, that's interesting. They haven't bought Cannon Fodder. We, Sensible, we ran, for people who don't remember, we ran from 1985 up to 1999. 1986, sorry, I'm lying. 86 to, to 99. We sold to Co-Masters. Co-Masters own all the rights to the old Sensible games that people know. Um, <clears throat> and I've, I worked on a Cannon Fodder 3 back in 1999 to 2002 with them when we started and stopped and started and stopped and in the end it never came out right. for various reasons of studio changes and stuff. Uh, and um, anyway, the Russian guys, apparently a couple of years ago, two or three years ago, they, they gave them a the rights to do a, a version for the Russian market only on the right. PC. Okay. And that's what this is. But actually, I was surprised when the announcement came out and what the hell's this? And actually, so are some of the guys from Cody's surprised. Really? Right. But apparently the license the was granted, so they're, they're doing it. So um, let's see how many copies it... I'm sure it will do well, but how many copies it sells is going to be interesting. Mm. Where were they on our list, Dan? They weren't on the list. They weren't. Yeah, Russia, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the, the the history of piracy is interesting to anybody. You know, when we when we were in our Amiga heyday with Sensi Soccer and Cannon Fodder and stuff, we reckon it's ten to one piracy rate. And actually, if you look at the statistics on iPhone and that now, it's about the same ten to one. Really? It's just yes. Yeah, so for every one you sell, ten are pirated. No. Seems really oh, high. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah. I thought it was the other way around. No. Oh. It's always been. So I, I went to a, I went to a school in 1993 or 94, and in Ludlow which is where um, Newsfield were based yep. in the Zap and Crash days, and um, asked the kids in the school we were presenting the game, um, how many of you played sensible soccer? And half the class put their hand up. And I thought, well, half of you haven't bought it. Mm. Well, you only thought that, though. Oh, I'm pretty See, sure. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty getting, sure. So you used I mean, to walk into <laughs> schools and just cast aspersions <laughs> on... <laughs> No wonder you're banned. <laughs> but that seems that seems really high for iDevices. Like really I know, does, I know yeah. it's possible, but I, I I don't know. I don't personally know anyone who pirates like um, iDevice stuff because it's all so cheap. There's Whereas back in the day, I know like while games were still cheap then, but for pocket money, they were you know more expensive. Well, I think that there's there's just this presumption that a lot of stuff. If you download stuff, there's a presumption it comes with a free price tag. Mm. I mean, Shoot to Kill we put out wasn't the best game in the world, but it's a good game. Mm -hmm. And people were saying, I'm not sure this is worth, like, 59p. It's crazy. You know? And and, and it does make you wonder, because with with Speedball, we've really put a lot of effort and quite a lot of money into it. Mm. And and when people look at it and it's not worth that relatively small price tag, you kind of wonder, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to be a business. People have got to make some money and survive, otherwise they're not going to do it anymore. So there needs to be a reality check, actually, with people and this stuff. Hmm. Anyway, there you go. On that sombre note, uh, we're going to play some music, and then after this, we'll be back with the letters.
You are listening to the season finale of One Life Left. Exciting, isn't it? When did this season start? Season started. We've we've got through this one quite quickly, haven't we? Did it start after the stand-up? No, no, no. No, that's been part of this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what a journey. Absolutely. Uh, Amazing journey. We've done a lot, but we'll talk a bit about that after. Point at me. uh, Later (laughs) in the show. What I want to talk about now is what we're going to do next. Let's talk about what we're going to do next. So we are we are coming back in April uh, with One Life Left Season 7, which is going to be all new, all new features, all new Season chats, seven. all new really? news readers. What? Everything is going to be different. Well, a few things are going to be different. Um, but in the meantime, you're probably wondering what's going to be on Resonance FM over the next few weeks. I certainly am. Actually, I don't. I'm going to be presenting a gardening show. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Anna are doing a cookery show. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Yeah. How do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, no, we've, we've had a couple of ideas, but one of, we're going to try something out. Uh, and we probably may podcast it, probably won't, so you might have to listen to it. Or get it bootlegged on your market yeah. stalls. We know for every one listener we've got, ten of you have pirated this. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing a, uh, a, how do you describe it, kind of like a book club, but with video games. Uh, for if a few I think there was a way of describing that. I'd call it like a game. game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Amazing. So we're going to be playing three games to be determined to be posted on the website, and then we're going to be discussing them in a slightly more sombre fashion. Sombre twice Are in we? A, twice in five minutes. A sober fashion. Yeah, maybe appropriate given no. Anne's behaviour today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be discussing them. Uh, three classic games, and hopefully you'll be able to play along with us. And it's not just us though that's going to be discussing. Them, we're going to have a sort of zoo radio. Feel. Yes, we are. Uh, I, I, I say Zoo Radio, I sort of imagine it a bit like Alcoholics Anonymous, <laughs> going around the group. What should we do? You remember in good times? <laughs> I'm clearly I've not been for a while. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, please, please uh, tune in. If you've got any suggestions for the games, you know who to email or how to email. Team at onelifeleft.com. Which is, which is exactly what these people have done. Who do you want to start with, Simon? Let's start with you, Steve. Okay, I never get to start the lessons. I'm quite excited. That means I can spend a little more time. <laughs> Normally I'm rushing through to get through it before well, the end of the Well, we haven't had that many letters this week because somebody forgot to put the podcast up. But oh, at least yeah. it was tagged correctly. Uh, it, it doesn't yet? matter! Is it even up? It went up yesterday. I didn't see anything no. about this. I didn't see any... any publicity it was tagged late that's because everyone everyone was quietly downloading it and enjoying the tags (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so anal yep but I am correct this is from Ben Hall (laughs) what was that (laughs) Uh, doesn't matter nothing this is from Ben Hall Uh, Ben isn't writing to correct uh, correct the presenters on their uh, the way they said that this last week was going to be the last show. Is he not? No, he isn't doing that. Although maybe someone should, because you went off the rails on your own private show. <laughs> that won't be happening again. <laughs> I should have met a pseudonym so I can write in and castigate you for behaviour like that. Stephen and then you tried to blame it on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you said something wrong. I think you said it was going to be the last show. Do you know why we don't have a Derek Williams thing today. Poor old, poor old Derek, he's gone off his summer holidays. <laughs> he's, he's, off. he's off for three months. He thinks <laughs> I... <laughs> what does Derek look like in his trunks? <laughs> 
trunks and sandals. Let's all think about that for a while. No, but we've established this. It was your fault. It absolutely wasn't. Two against one. It is two against one. That's two unanimous. Two people against it's one unanimous. In this This instance, is a democracy, Steve. Yeah. If you want to protest it, you know where to go. Hello, teams. <laughs> With Derek. <laughs> Knee deep in water and his synth is there as well. Right. It's like a TLC video. Hello team. Apparently Felicia Day was asked by EA and Bioware to do a spin-off web series based on the Dragon Age games. Looks rather good and I'm pleased to see my redhead elf slash fiction coming to life on the small windowed screen. I think that the One Life Left team should offer their services to do some audio treatments of popular games. You could do a GTA radio station where Anne does the DJing, or a Half-Life radio play where Steve plays Gordon Freeman and doesn't say a word despite everyone else talking to him as though they can hear his thoughts. Simon could even wind up Talia again for the official th- uh, official Angry Birds radio show with possible further sponsorship from Keys and Grey. Cheerio, says Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Anne. Uh, dear One Life Left type people, I was listening to your podcast the other day when my friend asked me what I was doing. After a long explanation, he eventually asked me that most dreaded of questions. What console do you have? Please know this, it is only dreaded because I am in fact a PC gamer, and as such I face much ridicule from my Xbox and PS3 toting friends. My question to you is, which do you think is better, PC or console? Why do you think this? And what your favourite consoles ever are? Yours sincerely, good Freddo. Go on then, Simon. There'll be no bad that can come out of this. You feel this one. What, favourite console? Favourite, no. Oh, console or PC? Yeah. Console. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Because it's better. Okay. And what's your favourite console ever? Ever? Yeah. 3DS. Really? No. Uh, but I don't know, probably PS3, I think. Kieran Gillen's not going to be happy with you. He Whatever. loves the PC. He's part. I didn't realise that they were part of the Eurogamer network that's just bought America. He's mates with Thor now. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, yeah. Who? Uh, um, well, good answer. Si- if you disagree with Simon, doesn't PC matter. Gamers, doesn't matter. We're off. This is the end of the series. I've got. I've had the last word. Uh, then Simon at onelifeleft.com. Yeah. Don't, don't tell us. Don't tell us. We're not interested. No. Who's next? Have you just given out my personal email address? Simon at onelifeleft.com. That's pretty standard. <laughs> they don't know that because they email team at onelifeleft, don't we they, the listeners? We do not. I'm Mine about to read out your mobile phone number. Yeah, but they can't spell your name. Oh, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> they always send yours to Steve at onelifeleft.com. Do you want to give out Anne the digits from Anne's number? Okay. Read them out in, a, in an order. John, you've got a letter. Yes. Read it then. I've got a letter from Cat <laughs> Stevens. Oh, oh yeah, cat. Yes. Yes. yes, absolutely. I don't know what cat's doing tuning in anyway. She's <laughs> listening out for Leo Tan. <laughs> that's what that's what she's doing. Dear Anne, Simon, Steve, and super special end of season guests. Cheers, it's me. I just wanted to drop you a quick note to say congratulations on another great season. Lots of great memories, and the weeks ahead are going to be a little bit bleaker without you. I hope you will have a lovely break, and look forward to having you back soon. Hugs, cat, and then we got a PS. Still waiting for the on, uh, One Life Left speed dating special where we all get to come in the studio and stalk your guests. It's a bit scary. Mm, yes. Any guests yes. Yeah, P.S. Oh, yeah, what's done here? Right, Anne's mobile phone number. Interestingly, it only has three digits in it. It's got... Oh, yeah, that's true. Zero. No way. Yeah. Six. So it's only got zeros, sixes, sevens and eights. Yeah. That's four. There you go. That's Anne's number. That's literally true. That is true. That is true. Uh, who's next? Is that it? It's you, isn't it? Well, no, I, we, we got spam. That's where we are because the podcast <laughs> went up. I mean, it was beautifully tagged. It did was you, so did well you tagged. How wonderfully tagged it was. Um, I somebody didn't even know it was out. Yeah, 
meet us at GDC in San Francisco. You somebody said, which Steve and I are going to yes. next week. And oh, John's yeah. going to yeah. as well. Yeah. Hands going. up if you're going to GDC. Hands Three. down, scamps. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we should go meet that person, shouldn't we? We should. Uh, uh, thanks, Philip White yeah. uh, at Metric Minds. Uh, we'd love to meet you. Let's definitely just wander up with that email and just go, Hi. Hi, we're here. I do do. We've come up. What now? I brought my suitcase. <laughs> Let's do that. They do do. It says they do animation services, uh, motion and performance animated. capture. So we should turn up Let's in those suits with the <laughs> balls <laughs> everywhere. This is going to be our best idea ever. Right, we're going to okay. see you. We'll see you there, Philip. Uh, metric Minds. We're going to see you. Thanks for asking us. We'll be right over. Okay, uh, time for a little bit more music, and then we will, uh, well, we'll talk some more, I suppose. Picking tapes isn't easy. Picking... That's... that doesn't sound like us. Okay. So, so can't dance to it. Uh, like, as usual, you might say. <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is Wickler... Oh, I should say, previously, you heard Livewire by Zeph. This is Wickerland by the Dunk Brothers. <laughs> Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That was Dunk Brothers and Wikileaks. That was nicely done. Thanks. Your, your, your timing there was impeccable. 146 episodes in. I think the magic's coming back. Good work. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, good. Uh, good. Um, we will have more music next season, I suppose. That's one of the things we're going to keep. Yeah, music is definitely in. It's definitely in. Um, letters. Letters. If you lot stay. buck your ideas up. Yeah, 
they should stay. I think we've had I think we've had a very good standard of letters this year. Yeah. I wonder what will happen though with our sort of gold blend couple, Cat and Leo. Well, I don't know. no, actually, so that's an old reference. It's the BT lot now, isn't it? Mm. What's his name, Chris? I don't know. Right, Chris. Chris and the BT ads. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. So we'll be we'll be, we'll keep the letters. Ma- right. Maybe we'll move the letters to the front because Eurogamer have copied us now. Yeah, we should form. really. We flip, need to mix <laughs> it around ourselves. Yeah. So maybe we'll start with reviews next. I tell you what. What else we should do in this gap is we should write to Eurogamer through our lawyers. Yeah. Do we have one? No. Let's dear, get one. dear Eurogamer. Yeah. Stop uh, buying CC'd America. Yeah, to C- Simon Steenan from One Life Left. Yeah. Uh, please be advised that we have noted <laughs> uh, the content of your radio show. Yeah. Uh, sorry, podcast. podcast yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, its similarities to One Life to Left registered trademark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> um. Or we'll take Ellie's baby. <laughs> Should we do that? Oh, it's Rumpel Stiltskin. <laughs> That's insulting. She's not that bad. <laughs> Zing. Uh, yeah, so if you have any ideas of what you'd like to hear on One Life Left next season, maybe it's similar to what Eurogamer have done. We're allowed to take whatever we want of theirs now. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you, you saw this coming, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, if you have any ideas for features you'd like to contribute, contribute please email team at onelifeleft.com. One of our favourite features from this year has been uh, Craig the Rage, and it seems only proper to make him the last feature of season six. This is a poem called Advanced Office Crush Simulator. Codemasters are pleased to announce the release of the most eagerly anticipated game of 2011. Advanced Office Crush Simulator. You play the role of Tug Broadfoot, a 37-year-old office manager from a small box manufacturer. He's a man whose height was once described as medium, with an attentive, meerkat-like face and soft, eerily youthful skin. He has a thick head of rather stiff, sand-coloured hair, and the overall effect is such that he resembles a slightly overkeen schoolboy. It's an attractive face, compromised only by a mouth that tends towards slackness, sometimes dropping open entirely in moments of alarm or deep concentration. Tug has spent the last 18 months nurturing a pulverising crush on his colleague, Pam, a tall, dark-haired girl who recently graduated from a former polytechnic with a good arts degree, and who regards Tug with a mixture of unease and compassion, which would destroy him entirely if he knew of it. Much as she would be alarmed to learn that he spends up to 15 minutes each day in the empty storeroom next to her office, deriving an entirely sensual pleasure from the sound of her chair creaking through the thin wall, collapsing into raptures of helpless yearning as he listens to her booking a dentist appointment. Level two involves Tug lying in bed, clawing at the sheets, overheating with embarrassment, as he recalls his performance at that morning's team meeting, loathing himself for his inability to prevent his face from creasing into a vapid, tremulous grin each time he makes even the briefest eye contact with Pam, cinching up his shoulders into an abject cringe, waiting her verdict. Reciprocal smile or no reciprocal smile? No reciprocal smile. Eyes averted, cast downwards, embarrassed for him as much as herself. Level three involves mustering the courage to ask her out, stiffly approaching her desk, bobbing from foot to foot as Tug waits for her to notice him. 
scratching his nose and brushing his fringe in a poignant pantomime of nonchalance, suggesting, then requesting, then coaxing, then wheedling her to come out for drinks. Drinks which sounded so sophisticated, suggesting mood lighting, muted jazz and martinis, rather than the glow of Sky Sports on a giant screen, the Kaiser Chiefs pumped loud and tinny out of the video jukebox, and the pint of dark ale he ordered for himself, and the Diet Coke she politely requested, with a prim, fleeting glance at her watch. Level 4 involves the painful acceptance that she will never see him as anything other than a harmless inconsequence. A sexless boob. A sexless boob. Codemaster's Advanced Office Crush Simulator, coming in April 2011. Craig the Rage oh, McClellan. Well done, Craig. Fantastic. Something amazing happened on Saturday night. Go on. Craig the Rage McClellan met Stephen Poole for the first time. Ooh. Who won? Meeting minds. Well, I had a text message from Craig the Rage. Okay. Was uh, it a message or, 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 or a picture? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the text message uh, is the final one on there. I'd like you to read it out. Do you not want the penultimate one? No, the last no. one. Okay. Uh, it says, Last night I told Stephen Paul that he looked like Rupert Everett. Shocked smiley <laughs> face. <laughs> I might have bored Stephen oh. Paul on Saturday. Really? Yeah. How did you do that? Uh, talking about Muse. That's the letters. We're not doing letters. It's all falling apart. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Time for our final review section of season six, and it's a bumper one. It is a bumper one. You've got two games, apparently. Uh, one and a bit. Is one of them that one you always talk about? No, I could talk about that again. I've been playing NetHack all right. season, and I still haven't come any closer to beating it. Um, John, have you ever played NetHack? No. That's really good. <laughs> uh, seven out of ten. Anne, what have you been playing this week? Uh, we got to send an email uh, by someone saying, play my game, here are some uh Someone. Codes. Someone, Sean, can't pronounce his last name. You got the letter. You carry on, I'll, I'll credit him. Um, yeah, so he sent us some codes. It's a, an I'm iPhone. not pronouncing his last name. No, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, let's just say Sean. There's basically no vowels in it. Uh, hang no, on, that's, he's, that's he... Polish, and John's, John <gasps> works closely with the Poles. Now, hang on, it's, no, let's see what company he's from. He's from gmail.com. He's from Gmail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Polish isn't great. Shut up. Well, Russian's better. That's surely Polish. The, the surname. Sean's surname. Oh, Prislak. Thanks. Right. So Sean. Sean Prislak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sent us an email and said, oh, hey, I've got a game. Uh, it's an iPhone, iPad, and iPod touch game. Uh, here are some codes. Do you want to play it? Basically, I couldn't figure out how to enter the codes, so I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. It was 59p. 59p. Look at that. I didn't even pirate it. I just bought it. <laughs> and for you, because you bought it, 10 people pirated yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, rubbish. Um, yeah, so it's called Matcham. Uh, and it's just basically like a big square of different uh, colours with symbols on them and you have to match them ah. pairs to get rid of them and then there's layers and layers underneath and basically you have to get rid of all of them in the end. I played it on easy and stupidly hard. I preferred it on stupidly hard. Really? Uh, you can do it against the clock, mm -hmm. which is good. Um, you can, yeah, do it in different, like, levels. Obviously, I've only done two levels. Right. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's a good one for sitting on the tube and just sort of like, if you don't really want to be on the tube, 
or looking at people <laughs> or thinking about where you are. It's good for that. What? It, not just your current location, but in life. Yeah. If you don't want to think, play Matcham. Nice. Uh, but it was good, yeah, enjoyable. Definitely worth 59p. 7 out of 10. Excellent. Simon? I uh, played Back to the Future on the iPad. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, back to, when I saw Back to the Future, that's um, I saw it at the cinema. That was the last time I slapped. The last and only time, first and only time, I've been slapped in the face by a girl. Was that day? Um, I can. I finished that day uh, having my appendix out in an emergency. Um, wow! Yeah, Wait, what a hard this? slap. 1985. That's the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> really, I can't tell you what I did to get slapped in the face then of the year that you were born. Nope. Wow. Um, I didn't do anything bad, obviously. I just split up with her. But um, So, yeah, it's Fond Memories. It's the perfect film trilogy. The uh, It's Telltale Games um, adventure game on the iPad. Um, but I've seen people on the internet have been moaning about the voiceover talent, but it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's close enough to Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. Uh, the new back, it's episodic, so it's three ninety nine for the first episode, uh, and it's great. Do you know what the next couple of episodes are going to be? Yes. Is it going to be, um, you know when you buy a magazine and they say, £1.50 for the first episode, oh, that's £5 right. yeah, that's right. The whole thing will cost you £900. Pounds. Yeah. But you will have a, um, a, a dodgy Aston Martin, won't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good. It's got some technical issues, though, which I was surprised by. Like, it's quite stuttery in certain cutscenes and stuff. But, yeah, no, overall, it's excellent. If you like Back to the Future, and I do, then you'll like this, 7 out of 10. It's made by Telltale, isn't yes, it? They're making that. all of the games. They're doing, the they're making, they are making all of the games. They're doing Jurassic Park next, which is going to be amazing. They're also going to do Walking Dead. Jurassic Park, which apparently is going to be more like Heavy Rain, I read. And you like Heavy Rain. Mm. Did, yeah, what? So, um, a child gets so eaten a t- at the start. So, so a T-Rex gets... Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a joke there. Yeah. Email... If you can finish that joke. John, what have you been playing this week? I've got to say, I did, I did like Heavy Rain very much. I played... So did I, thanks. We did a whole bunch of different uh, game reviews for uh, BAFTA Awards. We've got BAFTA, so we do with judging and stuff. And um, It's my understanding, John, you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to talk about this process. I can say that I was involved in the judging. I don't think you I can. Say, uh, like I don't rain. think you can. This is an exclusive. Exclusive! John Hare sacked from the BAFTA panel. <laughs> like, I can, can say... declare that I wasn't part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, can, I'm not can, saying anything. I can say that I was... I wasn't. If you're on the games committee, you you are on a panel because it's part of the thing, and I'm on the committee. Don't try and justify this now, John. Like it's not me that need, you need to convince. It's it's Mr. Baxter. Want to expel you? It's not. I get expelled for not being on one. <laughs> it's the opposite for me. Anyway, there are a whole bunch of different games, but yes, it was a very good game. And actually, I would say as a as a from an originality point of view. Good. Good to see something original kicking around on the bigger platforms. Are you reviewing Heavy Rain? Yeah, no. You, you're acc- I'm not. You've gone off the rails. This is the review section. No, no. Get back on... Anyway. Back on the rails. Back on message. I have been playing lots of Scrabble on the iPhone. Scrabble is my all-time most played game classic. on any platform ever. So I went through lots of playing it when I was a kid on a board. Then I went to PC playing for a year or two. And then it came on the iPhone, so I'm back on it and... I've played, I think, I think 200 games almost now. Maybe about 100. I'm obsessive with it, you see. What's your favourite word? I was going to ask that. You've got to be quick, Steve. It's so in tune. The word no. that gives you the most points. The thing is, it's the it's the AI guy who becomes your enemy, you know? So I didn't like it at first because they allow you to cheat. They allow you to give four the best words you can get. You just say, give me the best word. It okay. gives you it four times. I thought this isn't purist. And also, it allows you to make mistakes and you go back again as often as you like, which changes the rules if you're a purist. But it's only by making mistakes that we learn, John. Yes. And actually, it's really good. So, 
begrudgingly, well done, EA. What, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I thought we got through this series without and somebody messing this up. John. But. We need to have a word. <laughs> okay. About our scoring system. It's 8 out of 10. But. <laughs> But I could take a mark off because yes, probably should because yeah. they've cheated with the yeah. overall original Cheats. rules. So that's, that's seven. That's, that's, that's outrageous. It's a perfect seven. It's back to seven. Good reason. Seven. seven. I have been playing Marvel vs. Capcom on uh, PS3. Right. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in it. I cannot make head nor tail of it. But it's beautiful, and I had a lot of fun playing it. And isn't that what video games are for? That's, yeah, that's what they're. That's quite that's what they're actually for. Um, did you not read the instructions? 7 out of 10. Perfect review. Succinct and to the point. Okay. I also played Jason Ruhr's uh, new one. You know, the dude who made Passage? That dude. Yeah, that dude. No. I'm just being casual about no. it, you know? Just an indie gaming luminary. Uh, yeah, he's got. he's made a shooter. I know. And it's a recursive shooter. So what does that mean? It means that you sort of shoot things, and then you go inside the thing that you're shooting. Ah, what, so you feel their pain? And then you go inside that, oh, and then you go... you know what it's like to be shot. Sure things. But then you can come out of that one, and you can get power-ups, and then go back out again, and then go in and... They... It's what, very you go recursive. Into, you go into people? Into, no, the little alien thing you're shooting, and then you're they inside that alien too. shooting some more. Oh, it, so it's a bit like stacking? Exactly, yeah. it's it's stacking, but for shooter fans. So it's a rip off of, of stacking. Not really. It's more a rip off of fractals. I don't know. Okay. I, to, to be honest, I'll be br- between us. I don't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> Your secret but, is safe with us. But like the rest of the indie gaming community, I'm going to say it's brilliant it and give brilliant, it seven yeah. out of ten. Yeah, good work. Is that it? Yeah, is that it for reviews? It. Can we close it off? Okay. Um, well, then maybe it's time to close out the show. We get silence. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, just sit here. Does radio cut off after a minute? It silence? does. No, it, it, there is some sort of emergency broadcast that kicks in. <coughs> Basically, we would panic London. We, we would. We would. Let's do that. Let's we do would. that. Let's not do that. The last thing that we even no, want. we don't want to panic London because who's in charge of London? Oh, the best queen. Best the best queen. queen. The best queen. We've got to remain on her side. John, do you have any tips for us? Because uh, we're we're going to get OBEs by the end of the year. Okay. Uh, but we'd rather make that in the summer than the winter. Yeah, if, so if possible. You wouldn't change the arrangements, yes? Well, we do. No, no, no. no. She, does she does too. Isn't she? So, oh, okay. Well, no so problem. we just want tips to be able to do it quicker so we can spend the second half of the year doing something else, like exactly getting nights. swanning around <laughs> with our OBEs. I don't mm. really know. Maybe you could have some really bad illness so you can't go out in the cold. <laughs> Dear the best queen, yeah. <laughs> I totally we're deserve sick. an OBE, but I'm sick, so give it to me now. Yeah, I don't know, that seems a bit pushy Sorry. to me. Well, you could be saying you've got some hideous um, disease where you're about to top it in about seven months, so what, you need lie it Lie to the queen? Yeah. The best, the best queen. queen. The best queen, she'll forgive you. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think, we ha- I think we have to be honest, whatever we're doing. Yes. Because the queen likes honesty. She does. She? Did you get your royal wedding invite? Yes. Did you? No. Okay, Anne, are you... Yeah, I've got my dress already. I'm going to wear a wedding dress. Can I? <laughs> can I? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I was going to ask if I can come as one of your plus ones, uh, but Just I guess... come under my wedding dress. Oh, that is an invitation. Isn't that? Yes. Uh, John Hare, you made a slight mistake earlier on, didn't you? Speedball 2 is not out next week. It's actually out. This week. I forgot where the weeks were, yeah, because I've been working through the weekend, but it's actually out on the 24th, which is this Thursday. Thursday. It's this Thursday. Best mm. of luck with it. Thank you. Uh, obviously, it depends when you're listening to this. I mean, obviously, you're listening to it now. <laughs> you are. I am. The person listening. <laughs> Hello. You've, uh, They're but listening to it whenever. We can't tell. <laughs> we can't, you've got yourself in a hole here. You're going to get me out, Steve. <laughs> Maybe, well, this can be the cliffhanger. We'll find out in April, won't we? <laughs> Buried. Uh, thank you so much for listening today and for the whole of the season as well, if indeed you've done that. If you haven't, you can just go back and listen to the other ones on the podcast. I recommend it because it's pretty good. Well, it's all right. Yeah. Seven, Seven out of ten. Uh, we will be back. Thank you also to our feature contributors. Uh, they have all been brilliant throughout the season. Yes. And thank you to all of the musicians we've had on as well. Cheers. And all of our brilliant special guests. Them. Uh, we will see you all soon. We have been one life left. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.